You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, speaking of polls... Uh, and stripper mm. polls. Good God. Some oh. of the headlines surrounding John Morant have been quite explosive. Uh, but one we saw yesterday was one I was almost thankful for because it felt like mm. the world has been spinning really fast for John Morant lately. And it seemed like there was something that needed to, to get him back under control. Mm-hmm. So I saw this headline. John Morant, the star of the Grizzlies, is now entering a counseling center in Florida, if you have been living under a rock, John Moran has been uh, the source of many headlines, including uh, bringing a gun to a strip club and flashing this gun on Instagram Live. And I think that's where the problem lies because there are multiple mm-hmm. rules for the NBA where you can't bring a gun on any kind of Grizzlies property, whether it's the team plane, uh, the locker room, mm-hmm. anything of that sort. So I'm not sure if he's going to be like suspended or this is his choice. It seems like this part is his choice, but do you think this is a good move for Ja Morant to kind of recoup after what's been a whirlwind of a past couple of weeks? Yeah, and I don't even know what he's in counseling for, which is interesting. It's just a counseling right. program, but I, I, but I think it's more of a, it's just kind of a life reset, if you will. And I, I'm glad he's doing this. I think more than anything, it's, Let's sort of wrangle this and tackle. Let's get this by the horns before this gets out of control. Because enough things have happened over the past year. Enough accusations have been made. Nothing proven, but we've seen these accusations with the kid and Ja allegedly waving a gun around. And then the kid allegedly waving a gun back. And then an an incident with a security guard at a Memphis mall. Whatever is going on, there's enough smoke where clearly things aren't trending in the right direction for John Morant. And then, of course, there's the gun video. So let's reset and let's maybe set some parameters and find a path where, look, go out, have a good time, live your best life. You're a young kid. You're an NBA superstar. But don't let things get so out of control that you ruin everything you've worked so hard for. So I think this is a great idea. And Honestly, he does need to be careful. You mentioned the NBA. The NBA is not going to just suddenly look past John Morant potentially having had a gun on NBA premises. So that would that would be a lengthy suspension. So it's good that this is happening now. Not necessarily an intervention, but it's someone stepping in and saying, dude, we got to get you right here. To put it into basketball terminology, it's almost like a coach calling a timeout when the other team's making yeah. a run, you know, it's just to yeah. stop the momentum and try to reset things so you can kind of get your focus back because you're right. What is he going to counseling for? Like decision making? 
Because, like, maybe that's it. And I'm sure maybe there are some things going on that we don't know about. But if you look at the events on paper, like, these are things that he can come back from. Like, it's not sure. like, like, the gun thing is not a great thing. But still, if you line up all these events, there are athletes that have come back from much worse. So he is still very young. And I think right now it's more of his image and his marketability that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Because doesn't it feel that way? It's not that he's committed a crime. It's not that he's going to jail. Uh, it's just mm -mm. his image just looks really bad right now. Exactly. And there are going to be people who want to they're going to want to paint a young black man a certain way unfairly and and build into this stereotype and it's unfair to john moran because he is a guy who has not done anything wrong right certainly should have been flashing a gun but by all indications this is a good guy beloved by his teammates clearly has a ton of talent so i think Ja just needs to tighten things up a little bit not let people drive an unwarranted stereotype. And also this will open things up for him because John Rant's very likable. He's obviously a hell of a basketball player and he's only 23. So he ha literally has his entire career life in front of him. And if he gets this right, then not only will he become a better basketball player, will his team get better because of it? And then he will increase his marketability. And so this will just be a good thing all the way around. Did you hear Gilbert Arenas talk about John Rant? Uh, that conversation because remember Gilbert Arenas was a very good player uh, who dealt yes. with some off the court issues. And he said this, that I thought was very interesting. He said, listen, Ja, uh, people are going to bump you down an entire tier when it comes to the top players, just because of this it has nothing to do with the way you play basketball, mm -hmm. but now you are no longer in the tier with the upper echelon of players. Like it's just a marketability thing. It's a thing where people just can't get this out of their brains. And I think he's mm -hmm. right. Oh, no question. I covered Gilbert Arenas here in D.C. And Gilbert was, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about Gilbert Arenas. But, A, you know, he was a an absolute fireball, just a just a beacon for like two or three years. Gilbert Arenas was just absolutely red hot, was unstoppable and so much fun. But, A, he couldn't get right injury-wise. But then, B, this whole gun thing, I mean, this guy's walking out of court on gun charges, bringing a gun into the locker room. That is absolutely. It was guns. It was multiple. Yes. Right? Yes. Basically brought guns into the locker room. I think it was after Crittenden. I forget who it was he was beefing with. It essentially said, pick a gun. Like, pick a gun. That, you know, and, and Gilbert thought it was funny. Like, hey, pick a gun and we'll go at it. He didn't mean it. Seriously, it doesn't matter. He brought multiple guns into the locker room. And so Gilbert should know because. He signed a monster deal. He made a ton of money but between injuries and defending himself on gun charges. Yeah, his reputation took a massive hit, and rightfully so. Because even if you look, even if you don't want to be a role model in sports in the NBA, I, I, I understand that. Okay. At the same time, perception matters. And even if you don't want to be a role model, the last thing you can do is bring a firearm into a locker room or flash a firearm when there are so many kids looking up to you, whether you like it or not. So Gilbert is right in that respect. It will absolutely bring you down a, a tier. And not only that, we talk about marketability. No one's going to get behind someone who's flashing a gun or is associated with guns in the NBA. There's not. Right. And John Morant has already lost deals over this. I think he had a deal with Powerade that he's lost. But here's the good news. John Rant is still very young. And I think if he mm -hmm. can get a hold of this now, 
he can definitely move past it. He is that good of a basketball player to where I think if he can put this in his rear view, he still has plenty of great playing years where he can change the discussion. All right, so speaking of changing the discussion, let's look at the slate today, see if we can find some winners for you guys. Uh, let's start in Charlotte, the Hornets hosting the Cavs. Let's do uh, looking at the total. It's a total of 221.5. The spread, Cleveland laying seven and a half. And Jenks, immediately I think people think, oh, the Hornets are absolutely terrible, but the mm-hmm. Hornets have covered each and every time on the last three meetings against the Cavs, whether it's two wins or a push, they have not lost against the spread. And also, they've covered in three of their last four games. So we are talking about a sizable spread here and a Cavs team that hasn't covered in three of their last four games. Do you have a play here? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I I kind of think you're right. I think the Hornets are the right side. I am not going to bet this game because if I lose betting on the Hornets, I probably deserve it. But I, I'm like you. The Hornets, as bad as they've been, have covered in three of their last four. And Cleveland is only 3-10 and 10 against the number in their last 13. The Cavaliers much better at home against the number than they are on the road. I would grab the points with Charlotte. God help me. Right. Uh, the injury report that I would be watching, though, Kelly Oubre Jr. is probable for this game, but we know he has been one of their lead scorers uh, in, during the stretch where Charlotte has been covering games. Mark Williams is out. The center, I believe he's from Duke, that's been a, a nice bright spot for Charlotte uh, not playing in this game. But you're right. Over the last 12 games, the Hornets actually 8-4 and four against the numbers. So at some point, the number becomes too large. And the Hornets, uh, well, they're not losing by that much. So maybe the Hornets are the play, but you're right. It's not a game that I'm running to bet on. Uh, let's go to D.C., your neighborhood, where Washington is laying 11.5 points against the Pistons. Total 223.5. The Pistons just played last night. And uh, listen, this is another big number. And Jenks, as somebody who bet on the Celtics to cover 11.5 against the Rockets and the Celtics lost outright last night, I am very gun-shy about laying double digits in the NBA. So can you make a case for Washington laying 11 and a half? You can, but it's it's hard. I actually do think Washington is the right side here, but I am not, I am not laying 11 and a half with D.C. Here's the thing. The Wizards are more motivated. They still have a shot to make the postseason. Clearly, the Pistons are out of it. The Pistons are worn out from what three games and four nights including last night so they have to travel here 
And then also historically in DC, the Pistons get a beat down. They're one and eight against the number in their last nine games in Washington. So I will lean the Wizards, but am I going to lay 11 and a half with Washington? No, I am not. I think if there was a play for me in this one, it would still probably be the under just because Detroit just does not have that scoring punch with so many guys injured last night. They only scored 97 points against a, uh, an India or excuse me. Uh, I guess it was the Pacers that only scored 97, but still they've been playing in some low scoring matchups. Uh, it's the second game of a back to back for them. And plus the under has been pretty profitable for the Pistons in their last 10 games, they've hit the under in seven of them. Uh, and also looking at the injury report, it should be noted that Kyle Kuzma is questionable for this one. One of the bigger players for Washington, as we know. Uh, so I think this is a stay away from me just because some of the questions that we have on the injury report. And also, uh, I don't think that there is a way for me to play the Pistons uh, in a game and feel good about it. So it's a no play for me, let's go on to a game that has a shorter spread. We've got the Nuggets on the road at the Raptors. Uh, the Raptors laying a point and a half here. And I think a lot of it is because the Nuggets have not been good away from home. The Nuggets, one of the best teams in the NBA, and especially when they're playing at home, but on the road, their numbers are not good. So, Jenks, mm -hmm. what do you think the play is? God, I, I kind of wanted to take the Nuggets not it's a, it's not a desperation spot they've lost three straight they need a mm -hmm. dub but yeah i'm like you chelsea look denver is only 16 and 16 overall on the road this season not against the number just straight up they're a 500 team and then you look at the raptors they're similar to denver in that they're very good at home but not great on the road i i think maybe you take raptors money line here raptors minus a point of half i just take toronto on the money line because the nuggets are just not good on the road and they're not playing well right now i do think that there is something we need to go back on and what you said about the desperation spot because yeah. i do think that's a good angle here because the nuggets are a mm -hmm. team that have lost three straight games but here's the thing nicole Jokic can put up triple doubles and they still lost they still lost that game against brooklyn so Yes, we'll probably see a big game from Nikola Jokic, but the reason this line is at where it's at is not only because the Nuggets are bad on the road, also because Jamal Murray, questionable. Yeah. Uh, and this one, it says possible rest. Uh, always love to see that. So uh, that's usually the kryptonite for me when it comes to betting. I will not be betting on games where it's somebody's out for possible rest. But going back to the road record for Denver, against the spread away, 14 and 18 this year, and just straight up. 16 and 16 straight up when playing away from home. This is a team that's 30 and six uh, when playing at home. So that's a tough one to, to swallow here. It looks like the best game on the slate, but there are definitely some roadblocks and some landmines mm -hmm. uh, when betting on that matchup. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. I'm Chelsea Messenger. He's Michael Jenkins. Continuing on with our NBA coverage, let's go to Oklahoma City. Thunder Nets, we've got Brooklyn plus 105 on the money line and Oklahoma City minus 125 on the money line and laying a point and a half. Is there anything you see here that's worth mentioning? I think the Thunder are the right side here. Now, we need to be careful with Shea Gilgis Alexander because he, what they've done is since he returned from this injury, they've got, I guess they're trying to manage this abdominal injury he has, so they are holding him out on the back end of back-to-backs. But when that's not the case, 
then they are playing him and he's playing great and the Thunder are undefeated. So we've talked about the Thunder all season at home, 21 and 14 against the number. So I think I'll just lay it with the home team. I'll go Thunder money line minus 125. I think SGA and Oklahoma City finds a way to get it done. Here's the sabotage factor. Even if SGA plays, do you think mm-hmm. he plays a full game? Because that would be my worry. Well, the thing is, is that he has been maybe not playing a full game, but he hasn't been on nearly the minutes restriction that I assumed he would be on. And again, they're undefeated with him in the lineup. So he's playing enough where he's dropping big enough numbers. I understand the idea that, all right, maybe he plays 20, 22 minutes, but he's been playing not a full game, but close to it. So yeah, I'm still on OKC. Yeah, uh, I like it if uh, SGA is playing the full game, which we are hoping. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.